World Cup chat continues as Aaron Onion is going to join us on the phone lines here shortly. We just got done chatting with Phil Negley of StoppageTimeSoccer.net. Be sure to check out his work as we broke down the Portugal and USA matchup upcoming here on Sunday. But another birthday boy joins us. We talked to Mitch earlier in the show, but now celebrating his 16th birthday today, a soccer phenom and analyst. Aaron Onion joins us. Aaron, happy birthday. How you doing? Thank you. I'm I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing excellent. How was the atmosphere down there at Grant Park? You had a chance to ingest it with uh, 5,000 plus uh, USA supporters down there at Grant Park on Monday. What was it like to be amidst that crowd? Oh, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, you saw we got there probably four hours before the kickoff, and you saw people coming down on the train and. They're right off the train. They're chanting "USA, USA," and you know other American outlaw chants. And it was unreal to see uh, the people just walking down the streets of Chicago, just draped in U.S. gear. And and once we got there, uh, it started to fill up. And then by five o'clock uh, at kickoff, it was just completely packed. And and Lupe Fiasco was there getting the the crowd pumped up and. Everyone was chanting, "I believe that we will win," and uh, it was it was an unbelievable experience. I've I've had few experiences like that. It was it was great great time. Now you're a guy that barely ever misses even a USA men's national team friendly match, much less a World Cup match. Going back to 2012 or 2010, I should say that landed Donovan goal in the 92nd minute against Algeria, and then you look at the John Brooks goal in the 86th minute against Ghana on Monday. How do you compare those two? Which one was more special of a moment? You're at home, you're watching the game in front of the TV for the Donovan goal, one of your favorite players of all time, but then you're in that atmosphere for that John Brooks goal, which puts them ahead 2-1 for ultimately picking up three points on Monday. Which one of those two is your favorite, if you can pick one? You know, that's that's an interesting question because I was actually thinking about that. It, it kind of popped into my head the following day because I started to see some videos of fan reaction throughout the whole country. And, yeah, I mean, they're both two unbelievable mo- unbelievable moments that will go down in U.S. soccer history. But for me, I would just have to say that the Donovan goal from 2010 is on par with the greatest moment of U.S. soccer's history. I mean, to be on the brink of leaving the tournament and then to uh, score in the the final minute of the game, I mean, that that feeling was really unreal, and I still think of that as one of the, the greatest moments of my life, the Donovan goal, because just the feeling of depression uh, or angst throughout the 90 minutes and then complete ecstasy and just relief once the ball hit the back of the net, I think, uh, was just an unreal feeling. And, you know, the John Brooks goal kind of gave that to us, too, but Let's be realistic. It's only the first game. Yeah, it's really meaningful, but um, there's still a lot of work to be done. They have to, you know, they have to beat Portugal. Some say they could draw, but um, I think the Donovan goal was more meaningful. And you know, just being Landon Donovan, I think it it creates an unbelievable moment. Well, hopefully we'll have another Landon Donovan-type moment either on Sunday or in the match against Germany or sometime moving forward in this World Cup tournament for the USA men's national team. But Landon Donovan, we mentioned him. Aaron Onion, our guest, by the way, joining us via the Illinois Center for Broadcasting Hotline. Follow him on Twitter 
at Aaron Onion, a great Twitter follow for everything soccer. But Landon Donovan left off the World Cup roster. I know that left you with a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth with Jurgen Klinsmann, but as this guy has delivered in his first World Cup game as the USA men's coach, how have your feelings sort of changed about the decision as time has gone on since uh, the decision to leave Landon Donovan off the USA roster? Yeah, you know, I was I was also thinking about this, and at first I was I was furious. You know, it's Landon Donovan. He's one of our greatest players of all time. Uh, he's just been a great role model to look up to. You know, ever since I was little, and um, you know, he's inspired a lot of young young players to go out and uh, try and reach next another level for this country. And um, but you know, Jurgen Klinsmann, he, he's paid to make big decisions and. For me, I think uh, it's actually been a positive decision because it's pulled the team together and it's kind of sent out uh, a warning sign that, you know what, these guys need to step up and and they really need to pull together and uh, perform to another level if they want to get out of this so-called group of death. Um, and so far, uh, everything's gone well. I mean, uh, Portugal looks like a weak side, so hopefully they can take advantage of that. But I, I think the move has actually been pretty positive um, now looking back on it. Obviously, at first, it was very disappointing, but, you know, it, he's paid to, to for the team to win and not, you know, individuals. So it's important that that decision was made. Well, you talk about role models, and Clint Dempsey, after his goal, after 27 seconds off of the throw-in the other day, He's been being talked about as a role model right now, and I know it's a, it's, it's a guy that you looked up to. It's a guy that grew up in Texas playing soccer in the United States. He plays domestically with the Seattle Sounders and the MLS. Really an example of how you can be successful growing up in America in the international game and still playing in the States. So what has he meant uh, both to you when you watch soccer and also in your career as well as far as an inspirational figure? Yeah, for me, he's he's one of these guys that I look at and I try and you know pick up little things on him because he's just he's on such a high level and you 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 can just tell the passion in his, his eyes uh, after he scored. He, he just you know you can just tell like how much it means to him. And obviously, he's at a, he's at his third World Cup and now he's scored in three World Cups. And I just think that uh, for young kids, you know, he's if if you can study him and and figure out you know how he he uh, goes about uh, just you know leadership and all these little things, I think he's a great guy to look at. And uh, you know many people know his story that his sister died when he was young, and I think that's it's just a really inspirational story that uh, he's come from rags to riches and and really you know raised the the game here in this country too and you see him coming back with seattle um and now now people have players to look up to like clint dempsey like landon donovan and like josie epster you you can be successful growing up in this country and you know what if if you want to go play in in the top leagues in the world you can do so but you can also come back to the domestic league in america and, and still be successful on the international level as you see with clint dempsey i mean most of this u.s team is made up of uh, domestic players, so there's no reason Americans can't be successful and play domestically, and I think Clint Dunphy is a, a perfect example of that. Well, he took a big shot 
from a Ghanaian defender. Got kicked in the nose, potentially a broken nose. He wore a protective face mask on Sunday, but he's still going to play. He's going to fight it out. A lot of people like to talk about the the acting that goes on in soccer, the flopping, and some suggest that soccer players are soft, especially those that are less familiar with the game. They turn it on for the first time, and they see these guys flailing all over the place. As a soccer player yourself, you go through a tremendous amount of training. You go through a, a tremendous amount of pain that you play through, but not a lot of people see that because of guys flailing around, guys flopping. So how do you respond to people who say that soccer players are soft or that soccer players are floppers? Oh, I just, I mean, I playing soccer, it's it's really just so frustrating to hear people say that sometimes because, you know, most of the time you you don't go, if you're injured, you carry on playing. I mean, look at Clint Dempsey and getting smacked in the face and then, you know, breaking his nose and coming right back. Obviously, he didn't have as much effect on the game, but he's still carrying on, he's soldiering on, and you know, plenty of guys are doing that. You just don't see it. Look at Matt Beasler. Obviously, he had to come out at half, but he, you know, he trudged on for a good 20 minutes after his hamstring pulled up. So, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that, uh, you know, it's it's ignorant to say that they're soft or whatever you want to say. But, you know, I, I it's, it's frustrating because I know that's not true. And, yeah, there's there's diving involved, but, I think that's more to get an advantage and get a free kick or get somebody a yellow card than you can run at them during the game. But, uh, I, you know, I would not say that, especially Clint Dempsey, is soft. Aaron Onion is our guest. You can follow him on Twitter, at Aaron Onion. He joins us via the Illinois Center for Broadcasting hotline. Go to beyondair.com if you think you can take my job and be behind this mic right now talking to some of the best guests in the soccer realm. But Aaron, Cristiano Ronaldo, he's the guy that's getting all the attention in the press right now, uh, deservedly so. He's been one of the best players in the in the in the entire world uh, in the past couple of years or so. How do you what are, What are your thoughts on him as a soccer player? I know a lot of people sort of envy him. A lot of people think that he's sort of just a playboy. But what are your thoughts on him, both as a soccer player and as his persona as a whole? No, I mean I think that Cristiano Ronaldo's unbelievable world-class player but uh you know he's you see he he makes himself a museum he does little things like that you know he's, he's very what seems to be self-centered but hey you can't day, you can't blame his choice in women though am i right <laughs> no I, I would have to agree that many many guys are jealous of his girlfriend but uh you know he's he's a really good player i mean I think he's had the best season of his career this past season, and you know he's played a lot of games. So for the U.S., it's uh, it's good because there's no way he's fit. I mean, his knee has been giving plenty of trouble, and um, it's just nagged on for a while. But I think that when he's at his best, he's right up there with best players in the world uh, currently. You know, with Lionel Messi and you know Robin and Van Persie, all, all these guys, but. You know, I, I don't think he's one of the best players of all time. I think he still needs to prove that, uh, you know, he can be consistent for more than just, you know, five seasons. Obviously, um, it, it's interesting to see because people compare Lionel Messi and Ronaldo all the time. Personally, I think Messi's a better player, but I think that Ronaldo is more dynamic. 
Um, he can run at players. He's strong. He's fast. Um, he, he scores. You know, he's he's a he's a complete player. Um, you know, some people criticize him for not defending as much, but I would say he's a complete player. Well, let me ask you about Van Pierce here real quick. I know you're probably covering your ears right now since he's a Manchester United guy, uh, since you're an Ever- Everton supporter over in the Premier League. But his goal in the opening round against Spain, one of the best goals I've ever seen, Superman diving header, but also Tim Cahill, a sensational goal the other day as well. If you had to pick between the two, what's the goal of the World Cup so far? I would say uh, Tim Cahill's goal. I mean, to be able to... Uh take the ball out of the air coming the ball's come like 50 yards and he's just teed it up and you you can see in this image he picks his head up and he he's not even looking at the ball he's looking to see where the goalkeeper's position and he just smashed it home right off the crossbar and and into the goal that takes an unbelievable amount of technique and he makes it look easy but uh, i'll tell you that that's probably one of the hardest skills to do is is to take the ball out of the air coming at you with a lot of pace and and to have the you know capability to volley that home is is unreal and you see the quality that Tim Cahill has and he wore his heart on his sleeve for that Australia team every time he stepped on the field and it's sad to see that uh, he's played his last World Cup game but yeah he he definitely left his mark on on the World Cup and you know he's brought a lot to that Australian team. And, uh, you know, to Everton, too, in, in New York, Red Bulls at uh, his current MLS team. So uh, he's, he's an unreal player, and uh, it was an unbelievable goal. Aaron Onion with us talking soccer here on the Nosebleed section on SportstownChicago.com. The birthday boy celebrating his 16th birthday. But, Aaron, before we let you go, let's talk a little bit about your soccer playing career as well. You're going over to England to play in the Bournemouth Academy next year after spending some time in the Chicago Fire Academy here in Bridgeview, Illinois. Why did you make that decision to go overseas rather than stay here in the States? Uh, You know, I've always... uh you know, I've watched the Premier League on TV ever since I was little, and it's always been my goal to, you know, play in, in England because I feel like that's where the best players are playing, and, um, you know, it's great that I've got this chance, and hopefully I'll be able to make the most of it. Uh, you know, it's it's very competitive there, and hopefully I'll be able to adapt and uh, grow into the team and, you know, hopefully make my mark on the team, so... We'll see what happens. Well, Aaron, thanks for joining us. We appreciate your World Cup insight. Best of luck over in England, and also uh, enjoy that 16th birthday. Thank you.